Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome into TMVR Buffs Prime Time, presented by Legal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. My name is Jake Schwann. It's RK sitting next to me. Right off the top, I have a question for you, chat. What is the most dangerous mascot in the Pac-12? We're we're working on something. Also, apparently we had this listed for 315 today. Oh, really? And so we're going early. <laughs> oh, um, shoot. Yeah, no, I like that because everyone gets mad at us if we're two seconds late from mm. what we say. So we might as well just say we're going later and go early. Under promise, over deliver. It's also uh, technical difficulties happen, and I got to make sure that everybody's in their seat in time and we're going right out of time before we hit the time. So You know ball, dude. Does that mean we get to yell at the people that are late today for being late to the show? Yeah, where are you guys <laughs> yeah. been? Come What's on, going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a pretty packed show today, actually. It's going to be fun. But seriously, what's the most dangerous mascot in the Pac-12? <laughs> but seriously, yes, we need to know this. Um, and also, what is a lethal amount of this uh, most dangerous mascot? Right, right. <laughs> uh, let's talk about 247 Sports. They put out their updated top 150 player rankings for the transfer portal of 2023. Oh, <laughs> Steven gets it. I was laughing at Tyler. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, guess who wrote this article, Ryan? Who wrote what article? The 247 top 150 transfer players. Tim Brewster's son. Clint Brewster Let's wrote go. this. Um, number one, no surprise. I think this is pretty expected. Our guy, Mr. Travis Hunter. God, it's good to be number one again. It's crazy. Uh, he kind of like gave them like a, like a score next to their name too. Travis Hunter, 99. Fuck yeah. Man, that is just so cool. We got the number one transfer in the country. I, I know I, we knew that because it's the mm. only five star. It's just sick on a list of 150 to have number one. Yep. And it doesn't stop there. We got four more players. Uh, Crazy we'll, for them to put that billing on a wide receiver. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Chat's going to get angry. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. Um, four other players on this list, though. Of course, Shador made it. He's the next player. Number 23 overall, Ryan. Given a 92 rating, but, hmm. abo- but just above... Colin Schley hmm. of Kent State. I was going to say, okay, maybe 23. Maybe I could be convinced. Let me see who else is on here. Who's the highest quarterback on the list? Is that uh, Sam Hartman? Sam Hartman. So the guy headed off to Notre Dame from Wake Forest. He is at number five. Uh, right below him at number six is Devin Leary. Went from NC State to Kentucky. That guy can ball. Yeah. Um, and then after that is Hudson Card at 14. What? From Texas to Purdue. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not going to cut it for me. Uh, so that's where Shador should have been. Colin Schley. Yeah. Bro's a backup. Yes. He's not even going to start this year. That's what I mean. Putting him next to Shador Sanders in the top 25? It's crazy. What are we doing here? Uh, I-, I like that Shador is a top five quarterback in this but I have issues with the uh, with Colin. Sh- Maybe I'm more. Am I more upset about where Shador is ranked, or am I more upset about where Colin Schley is ranked? I don't know. Um, like, is the problem that Colin Schley was too high, or that Shador was too low? I mean, it really is both. But I think the more I do think he should be in that area where Hudson Card is probably above him. 
Well, let's put this into even more perspective because there's a bunch of guys that made this list. Um, buffs that made this list. Seydou Traore, 29th. So below Colin Schley. What are we, what are we doing here? I, Colin Schley wasn't good. No. Sean Lewis left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the drop-off from... Uh, God, why do I always forget his name? Dustin Crum. Dustin Crum. Shouldn't be that hard to remember. <laughs> uh, to Colin Schley was... was <laughs> severe yeah it was literally top like efficiency metrics in the nation to not even close yeah so that one is weird i think that's the real problem here because like having a tight a transfer tight end that's in the top 30 is sick mm -hmm. yeah he's a beast uh there's more tight ends in the top 32 they, they should have re-ranked this by position just right like given out who like you could sort it by position you should be able to do that well, try not to get too angry here as we go through the rest of them. Because at number 94, we've got our guy, Demoy Kennedy, former Alabama linebacker. Hasn't really done much on the field yet, but still not worthy enough to be making this list. This was the uh, Tim Brewster effect. Mm -hmm. And I love it because Demoy's my guy. But you remember the Clint Brewster tweet saying, yes. like, people at Colorado believe Demoy Kennedy has first round NFL draft mm -hmm. talent when healthy. We can make our assumptions about who that came from, uh, and obviously, they listened. Yep, um, and we'll talk a little bit about South Sincere, but he was his primary recruiter to Alabama. Right? So, Love that. Yep. God, I'm hyped about Des Moines. I just hope he's fully healthy. Yep, he will be here uh, after spring ball. Final guy that makes this list at number 100 runs a 4.38, Mr. Jimmy Horn. Too low. Yes. Too, too low. In fact, I, this is not anti Sedu Traore. I love Sedu Traore. Um, I, we maybe don't talk about him enough just because maybe tight end is a, is a slightly less sexy position than some of the other ones we talk about. But there should not be 60 spots between Sedu and Jimmy Horn. Yeah. And that's not because Sedu should be lower. Oh, no, 70 spots, 71. Mm -hmm. um, it should be, it's because Jimmy Horn needs to be a lot higher, a lot higher on this list. Um, the other tight ends that made this list are guys we actually talked about in the offseason as they were in the portal. Uh, do you remember Jaheim Bell from Florida State? Yep. Went to South Carolina. He's at number 10 on this list. Okay. Um, the guy, I'm sure, I think you like this guy a lot, Kyle Morlock from Shorter. Yes. He ended up going to Florida State. He was at 22. He was, one, he was the guy who the Buffs got in on late. And Florida State fans mm -hmm. lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um... We have Dorian Singer going from Arizona to USC at number 28, one spot above Sato. Yep. Um, Dante. Dorian Singer is a baller. Yes, he is. Um, but like Jimmy Horn, not again, not 75 spots behind him or whatever it is. Um, and then we had Dante Cephas, former Kent State to Penn State wide receiver. He's at 35. Um, trying to look who else is notable. Smoke Bowie from A&M to Georgia. He's at number 47. He was a guy we talked about a lot. Um, Eric Gilbert, Georgia to Nebraska uh, at 60. Also at number two, Nebraska with a loss. Uh, as oh, we love that. We love to see yes. Nebraska lose the number two transfer. Ernest Hausman, who was a linebacker for Nebraska last year, um, led all freshmen – on the Cornhuskers with almost 500 sacks, 54 total tackles, a sack fumble cover. He goes from Nebraska to Michigan. So there you go. Bye. 
Bye bye. Um, who else is notable here? Justin Flo. Ah, uh, yes. Um, he is at eighty-eight. There's quite a few players. Let's talk about the real problem here. Let's get into first it. of all Jimmy Horn. That's my first big issue, uh, and Colin Schley, but forget him. Uh, Jimmy Horn needs to be probably top fifty uh, for me to not be questioning this. And then it's the guys who aren't on this list. Yes, Colorado deserved more than five. In the biggest, biggest, biggest snub to answer the headline here is Savion Washington, for sure. And and they'll realize they messed that one up when he is a NFL draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a huge dub for the Buffs. And, you know, as the season goes on, we'll have to keep reminding ourselves to talk about him because he's going to be good. Yeah. But, like, there's going to be a time where, like, man, he might he might have been – we loved him and we might have not even been high enough on him. Mm-hmm. You uh, need a top 150? I, I probably would have put him top 50. For sure. Um, and then to go along with that, I mean, Jimmy Horn was great at uh, South Florida – but Xavier Weaver was the leading receiver the last two years when Jimmy Horn was there. He doesn't even make this list. By the way, we didn't see we didn't say Schley is ahead of Shador. No, he's behind he's him. He's one spot behind, which is yeah. still a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Tyler Brown though? This guy was all swack. Yeah, has played all over the offensive line. Can obviously move a mountain. There was uh, some serious Jackson State disrespect in these rankings. I mm-hmm. would say. Yep. Um, Tyler Brown certainly could have been in there. Jeremiah Brown certainly yes. could have been in there. Um, Cam. Obviously, Travis was always going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Cameron Silman Craig. There are several guys who, who at least I deserve, I think, deserved a couple to be in here. Uh, the very least one. And, and if you had to choose one, would it be Tyler Brown? Yeah. I mean, besides Savion, is that what you're saying? Are you talking about Jackson State? A Jackson guys? State transfer. Yeah, Tyler Brown for sure. Yeah. Um, well, there you go, though. An interesting article from our guy, Clint Brewster. Um, some other news to talk about Travis Hunter. Biggest snub is Mata, according to Tyler Brown. <laughs> there you go. Sexiest position on the field is kicker. Oh, yeah. Where's our, where's our, uh, our all uh, ACC punter? Hunter, yeah. Yeah. What's Mark Vassett. Mark Vassett. Yep. Did Kevin Coleman make the list? Let's see. He, of course, transferred out of JSU to Louisville. Doesn't make the list. Jackson State disrespect. It's interesting. I feel like if he would have gone to Colorado, he would have had the hype and probably would have made this list. Mm, interesting. I don't know. I think I think they certainly undervalued a lot of players on Colorado here. Who else? Um, in the train. Oh, Jordan Dominic. Oh yeah, for sure. What are we doing? Yeah, Levante Bentley was Double a four-star. Sacks in the SEC transfers and doesn't make the top one fifty. Yep, Levante Bentley was a four-star player who, granted, played limited snaps, but produced on those limited snaps. Miles Slusher. Slusher for sure. Shiloh Sanders. Oh, he hasn't officially transferred yet, right? He's in the portal though. But he can't count as he, a top one fifty. I guess not. Um, but yeah, no slusher. What a crime. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll learn. They'll they learn. will. Eventually. Um, okay. Travis Hunter is working with another wide receivers coach. 
So I've learned now there's just going to be two ways that you interpret this. It's the you and I way, which is this is the beginning of Travis Hunter making the transition to wide receiver uh, as the predominant position next to his name. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people who don't see it that way that are just saying, well, yeah, Coach Prime and, and Travis just want him to be the best possible receiver he can be when he goes out and plays receiver. The thing for me is, in my opinion, it, and I guess the, let me let me play their way first. It's like he's going to get so much work with Coach Prime when spring ball starts at corner mm -hmm. that he doesn't need to be working on it now. Um, and maybe he's more advanced at that position already, so they're trying to catch up each one. And that's possible. I just think this is, hey, Coach Prime telling – Travis, if you're going to switch to wide receiver, you need to be a, a technician. And so we need to get you T.O. in here. We need to get mm -hmm. you this guy in here. We need to get you all of the training so that you're not going to wide receiver to just coast off of your natural talent. Like you came to Jackson State and, and I had you play corner because I was going to teach you better than anyone in the world can teach you to become a, a great lockdown corner. If you are going to make this transition, we have to do that same thing for you, but on on the offensive side. Right. And I understand like a lot of people's reasoning <clears throat> that Coach Prime does want to kind of coach him up at receiver just to kind of sharpen that skill set, and he'll handle the DB stuff. Charles Kelly will handle the DB stuff. But, I mean, this is a 19-year-old kid who's just kind of like shaping who he is as a player still. I mean, he's only played one year of college football, there's plenty of like defensive back and corner drill stuff that he could work on. Oh yeah. In the off season, if he was going to focus cornerback. Oh yeah. I, it's just where my reasoning's been all along. I think with all this training that he's doing, I think it's uh it's not just for sharpening a skill set that he's going to use every now and then. I think this is what he's going to primarily turn into at some point this year. It really feels like that. Now, sure, could spring practice open up and the first day he's on the defensive side of the ball and the second day he's on the defensive and then we're right. like, oh, okay. So it was just like essentially use this extra time to sharpen your wide receiver skills and then let's get back to being serious on the defensive side of the ball. It's very possible. We're going to have a very close eye on it as soon as we get the opportunity to. That's a great point by Alfredi, though. Travis is a showcase for the coming two-way players showing Coach Prime kept his promise. Great point. Great point. Um, so we'll see. There's a video out there also. Uh, Yaya, if you could pull it up, actually. It's in the Slack of uh, Travis Hunter lining up across from Nico Reed. Um, I mean, we've talked our praises about Nico Reed, but Travis is kind of a different beast, and you can tell in that video. Well, and my first takeaway when I saw this was, who, was, who threw this ball? Yeah. And, and I just have to assume it was Shador because that is a perfect throw. Um, he gets the outside release right there, and then he gets that outside separation, and look where that ball comes in. Yeah. Right over the outside shoulder, like through the inside shoulder to the outside shoulder. Just incredible. Pretty crazy, man. Um, yes, David Robinson is his name, the wide receiver coach who Not is... Not to be confused with the Admiral. Yes, exactly. It's much smaller. Much shorter, for sure. <laughs> um, according to his Twitter, David Robinson is... Has been the wide receiver coach for 25 players drafted in the top three rounds, nine drafted in the first round, and over eight Pro Bowlers. Sheesh. So this is a legit wide I receiver coach. I want to see coach. the list. I did see Des Bryant. 
Oh wow! Uh, works with him, so <laughs> that's a nice one to have uh, yeah. in the bag. But nine first round picks. I would guess at least five of them are ballers. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of them played both ways coming out of high school too. Uh, actually, coming out of high school, I'm sure a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. that. So Charles Kelly bringing up something that I just pu- want to push back on so hard. Problem with Horn is that, oh, is he saying the problem with why he didn't get ranked? That's probably true. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Problem with Horn is that USF was one and eleven last year, like the Buffs. He's I think what he's saying here is that's why he's not getting love and as much love in the top one fifty rankings, which. I buy. Mm-hmm. I buy. It's just get ready for a uh, an arrival. For sure. From Jimmy Horn. That, that's probably true. RK, how many likes do you want for a late birthday gift today? Oh, man. Well, we didn't get we didn't hit it yesterday. We didn't hit 200 yesterday. I don't know. I mean, I guess we shoot for 200 again. There you go. Just keep being disappointed. Disappointed on my birthday. So sad. Yeah, it is sad. <laughs> Make us feel better, Buff Nation. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more piece before we hit break here, but uh, Sal Sincere, formerly introduced as Colorado's defensive tackles coach, already in well-off videos, screaming, uh, yelling at the guys. Of course, the relationship with Demoy Kennedy, he'll be here in the summer. But the staff is finally, finally rounded out, and hopefully this is it for at least the next eight, nine months. Absolutely. Uh, Sal Sincere is an old head. He is. It's kind of fun, you know. The, this def- this staff has a nice mix. Um, it's diverse in every way. Uh, where you're from, wh- where you came from before here, age, experience. You have recruiting aces. You have you know um, teaching aces. Uh, it, I just love it. This the staff has everything. Um, for sure. I'm seeing this in the comments right now. Uh, I don't think Jimmy Horn is. Uh Joe Horn's son. No, no. I don't know if they're related, but I know he's not his son. So, um, with that being said, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery and DMVR, DMVR have teamed up to give some lucky DMVR fans the ultimate game day experience. Uh, we just gave away our Avs uh, prize package. I believe that game was just yesterday. We're still doing this Nuggets one. The game is not until March 30th. That is a Thursday against the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, the winner will be sec- selected one week before that. So you have about two weeks to go before this drawing is called. We're giving away two tickets, Courtside Row 2, Club Lexus Access, Parking Pass, and DMVR gear. All you need to do is head on over to thedmvr.com slash Sweeps and complete the form. You must be 21 years or older. Uh, links are also in the show description. And as I said, the winner will be selected one week before that game. Have about two weeks. And then shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. The Nuggets taking on the lowly, lowly Spurs tonight. I think they're double-digit favorites. Twelve and a half. How do we feel about that? Jamal threes. That's what Has we he want. hit it yet? The- no. Now, he only needs one to be the all-time record holder. The line is at two and a half. I just feel like he was... So bad the other night. He mm-hmm. kind of got in his head. I think he hits one early. It frees him up. He's back to himself. Um, by the way, I have a feeling that Jimmy Horn Jr.'s dad is named Jimmy. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the detective work, my man. <laughs> Sean just said it to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways, probably goes by Jim at this stage of his life, <laughs> right? Um, maybe a James. 
Oh, that's, that could be it too. <laughs> anyway, shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and sign up with code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. An official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And void in Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. Legislators came down hard on you. Bummer. No fun. I saw Ben Simmons tweeting today something about like Massachusetts or somewhere like changed some laws. Or, yeah, uh, they just did I say Ben Simmons? Bill Simmons. Betting. You did say Ben Simmons. Bill Simmons, I meant. It would be weird if Ben Simmons <laughs> was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I bet on draft props? <laughs> Why the hell is Ben Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> I meant Bill Simmons. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, sorry. All right. Um, a little bit of NIL news. This is somewhat old, but it's worth covering. Uh, the Buffs for Life NIL Collective has announced that they will be providing $2,000 in NIL deals to each CU Buffs football non-scholarship student athlete and is matching the Alston benefits their full scholarship teammates are receiving. Uh, so the Alston... Wait, explain. What was the first part? $2,000... To each non-scholarship the student. total. Yes. Okay. Um, and then they're matching the benefits that they're getting uh, from this Alston uh, ruling that came down, I believe, from the Supreme Court. It allows schools to provide an additional $5,980 in educational benefits to student-athletes each school year. So awesome. they're matching that. That's so cool. Um, this is just, I think, an amazing story because this time last year, the topic NIL came up anytime for Colorado, and it was just, oh, we're so far behind. Yep. Like, they got to do something. They don't even have a collective. The collective gets set up, I believe, I want to say October. Maybe it was November, but it was later into the year. And it's like, okay, we finally got some momentum here. Now we're actually reaping the benefits from this collective. It's a game changer. It's huge. And obviously, the important part to note here is that this is all because of Coach Prime. Um, the, the collective is swimming in it right now because of the energy that has been injected into the fan base. You know, the, the establishing the collective was a really important step for Colorado, but the collective in anything, all of these things are nothing without money. The money is coming right now because Colorado fans are re-energized and we know Jake, that Colorado fans are a strong, strong fan base. I mean, mm -hmm. we rolled deep. Yep. Um, you know, you're not putting 50,000 in the stands for a one and 11 team if you don't have legit fans. Mm -hmm. So there is a, a rabid group of fans out there and now they're as excited as they've ever been. Uh, and they're, uh, they're putting their money where their mouth is and that is allowing the collective to do things like this, which is really, really awesome. Uh, and just, I think it's just like a, a total vibe upgrade for everyone on the team that they're yeah. able to do something like this. For sure. Um, and then, I can't, who had the comment? Sports Geek has the comment. Free cars for everybody. We've been seeing this, too, coming up. Uh, so Phil Long in Ford of uh, Ford Chapel Hills has given Shane Cox a ride, a vehicle. I believe Jimmy Horn got one as well. That's cool. Um, so, yeah. Shane Cox should have been on the transfer list. I forgot about that. Yeah. Top Another guy. Um but this is crazy. We're matching the full like allotment of money and doubling that with Buffs for Life. Guys are getting cars. This time last year, 
we were wondering if anything like this would ever happen in Colorado. I know. I know. And we still need to uh, get some shirts going for these boys. Yes. Eventually. Soon. Yep. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. We'll figure something out. I'm sure we have something in the works. Um, Some more news, though. If you guys didn't see yesterday, uh, Jay Feely announced that Jace Feely, his son, CU Buffs kicker, uh, was undergoing heart surgery. Yeah, scary. Scary stuff. But Jace tweeted out yesterday, just after 5 p.m., thank you for all the prayers. Surgery was was a success. The doctors found the part that required the ablation, and I'm, and I'm all good now. Thumbs up emoji. Back in a couple weeks for spring ball. So ready for spring ball. Crazy. Um, what a scary thing to read yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. Um, when it came out from Jay that Jace was having heart surgery. Um, very thankful that it was, one, successful. Two, seems like it wasn't so intrusive. I mean, yeah. I guess my immediate reaction to someone having heart surgery would have been like, okay, well, they're going to be out for a long time. Right. Mm, but the fact that, you know, he feels confident he can be back for spring ball is awesome. And even if it takes a little bit longer than that, then, you know, just just thankful that he was able to find whatever was wrong, get it taken care of, and, and move forward. So an ablation is a procedure to treat atrial fibrillation. It uses small burns or freezes to cause some scarring on the inside of the heart to help break up the electrical signals that cause irregular heartbeats. This can help the heart maintain a normal heart rhythm. So it seems just like... An irregular heartbeat. Yeah, an irregular heartbeat. So nothing like super invasive or crazy. I mean, he's obviously going to be back for spring ball. So that's in just over two weeks. But um, It says the Bears just traded the number one pick to the Panthers. Really? Yeah. For what? Hasn't said the compensation yet other than... Chicago loads up and lands number nine while Carolina can draft its quarterback of the future. Wow. We talked about this today on the draft pod, and I told Dre, I was, I was like, Panthers at like plus 300, second best, but David uh, Tepper is desperate, man. I don't like this for the Bears. Sorry. Sorry really? to our CHGO friends. Well, they go down to nine Trade now. back to two. Yeah. Trade back to two, then trade back to nine. Mm-hmm. Or trade back to two, trade back to five, then trade back to nine. Maybe that wasn't uh, on the table. Or maybe the Panthers just mortgaged the future, gave them three first-round picks or more. And maybe the Bears aren't done yet, too. Maybe they decide, I don't know, if Jalen Carter or someone is their target, someone who could fall down first round. Yep. Crazy. Better be a haul. Can't wait to finish this podcast and dig into that. I know, right? Um, Forgot where I was. Anyways, Jace Feely, good to hear you're doing well, man. Uh, A slight recruiting update. We have some guys who have been offered... Justin Green, four-star, 247 sport composite, class of 2024, defensive lineman from Mountain View High School in Lawrenceville, Georgia, listed at six foot four, 260 pounds, 66th player in the nation, 10th defensive lineman overall, tweeted out that he was offered by Coach Prime and CU. That brings him now to at least 18 offers. Um, I mean, he's from Georgia. He's got Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Michigan's in there, USC's in there, Jackson State was in there, and now CU. Love it. Uh, definitely sounds like a beast. And, you know, uh, for obvious reasons, the Buffs might be a little more aggressive on the defensive line front um, yep. in the, on the recruiting trail. Yep, for sure. Um, and we also had Kai Bates, C-A-I is his name? 
Yeah, that's a, it's Kai. Kai. Wait, is that an I or an L? That's an I. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is from Edgewater High School in Orlando, Florida. Listed at six foot one and a half, one hundred and eighty pounds. Only a three three star two four seven sports composite player, but six hundred twenty third in the nation. Um, interestingly enough, not listed at wide receiver for his ranking. It's cornerback, so two way player, fifty six overall corner. Here we go. Here's the comp, just because we're all we started Let's do talking it. about it. They get uh, number nine, number sixty one, so a second this year. Uh, a first round pick in twenty twenty four. And a second round pick in 2025 plus here's the real kicker dj moore wow yeah that's a good that's good wow and i wonder if that's something that kind of swung it in their favor that they were willing to give a player because i remember it didn't i think ryan pole said within the last week or a leak came out from the bears it was like ryan poles might be willing to make a yes. trade sooner rather than later if there's a high level player involved mm -hmm. high level starter dj moore was just signed uh before this last season too so they have them. Fields a weapon, gets them two firsts, two seconds. And you only move back eight spots. Yeah, good job. In a class that's got like four quarterbacks who could go one, two, three, four. So I was just about to say Edgewater High School in Florida. That sounds familiar to me. And someone in the comments may be talking about Edgewater, said Asad Wasim's dad is the coach. Oh. Is that where Wasim came from? Uh, Osoe. Okoe. Oh, okay. This again. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I don't know. All right. Anyways. Interesting, though. We'll have to look into that. Anyways, um, he's got at least 24 offers now, including CU. Bama's in there. Florida State's in there. Um, Illinois is in there. Kentucky's in there. Miami, Ohio State, UCF. So... While he only while he has a lot of G five and like lower school offers, I mean he's got some pretty notable Power Five schools sure. in there. Uh, two way player too. Boom. So there you go. All right, what else we got? Uh, what else we got is telling the people to get their questions in because we will get to them very very shortly. But we are going to shout out our friends at the American Raptors. If you feel like you did not get the opportunity you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. The American Raptors are a rugby team that have joined the Columbia Reg Rugby Federation. Um, they have inter intercontinental competition featuring six teams from South America, and the Raptors are the only North American team in the competition. Best part about the American Raptors, you can watch all their games for free on their website. Just head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Claim your free ticket also for any of their home games. And if rugby is your thing, check out the DMVR Rugby Podcast, hosted by our guy Colton Strickler. He will keep you updated weekly with plenty of interviews from athletes and rugby players across the country. Shout out to American Raptors at Infinity Park. <laughs> We're just getting the box and shanker phone number just ran just, just thrown out there. Two 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 two. <laughs> It'd be three oh three two 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 though, right? Not two two two, yes. Um Well I I I don't know. I feel like you can just send it without the area code, see what happens. What is the two 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 area code? Uh <laughs> it's the area code for the West African nation of Mauritania. So I wouldn't try that. Okay. 
Sounds seems <laughs> off, but I'll, uh, I'll go with it. Hey, man. I just put in 222 area code. That's what it said. All right. <laughs> Real quick, uh, just because people are talking about it in the comments and yeah. it's worth talking about. Who do you think they go? Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? It has Stroud? to be Bryce Young, man. I'm a huge Bryce Young believer. The guy is a stud. I don't care that he's listed at 5'10". So I was the ultimate height doesn't matter guy. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm coming back a little bit from Really? It. Yeah. I mean, I was like the biggest Kyler Murray believer. Yeah. And people are obviously using him as a reason why they should draft him at number one. But like, I think Kyler's height has hurt him a little bit. And I also seeing Russ for a whole season felt like his height hurt yep. him a little bit. Yep. So I'm not going back to like, you can't have a quarterback. It's not six, four, mm-hmm. but I'm just like a little more cautious of using the number one overall pick on a guy who's 5'10". Where do you stand on Anthony Richardson? <sighs> it's tough. I think that he has a chance. It just all comes down to where he lands. Mm-hmm. And that's like the funniest thing about talking about the draft before I it know. happens to me is like wherever you land is is going to – like. There's a lot of people who believe it, and I and I don't know exactly where I stand on this, but there's a lot of people who believe like if the Broncos would have drafted Josh Allen, which they had the opportunity to do, he would never would have become what he's become now because right. he was bad through two years. Not bad, but he wasn't what he is he, now. Certainly not where he is now. And then he had a huge breakthrough. So Anthony Richardson, if if he lands in the right place, could be incredible. Um, but I think at certain point, the body of work has to matter, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it was less than less than uh, enthralling. So I found this tweet. Are we serious? What is this? going on? Um, Jesus, I want to bring up this tweet that I found since just since we're on this. But uh, this is from Thor Nystrom. He brought up the context for Anthony Richardson's rawness: season-ending injury, senior year of high school, okay. freshman year, COVID season, fewer practices. He had a different quarterback coach and offensive coordinator all three seasons at Florida. Um, and then he just said, learned a new offensive system under a new staff before lone year as a starter. So I don't know. The He's, thing is, like, these guys are, if you're taking flyers, these are the guys that are, like, yes. panning out these days. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, you know, um, that, that rocket arm with a lot of athleticism. And I think the reason why it works is you can – Use your athleticism to help you get by while you learn to play the NFL game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Josh Allen, I think, ran for like 700 yards his second season in the NFL. Yeah. Because it was just like, okay, well, I'm still like learning. I'm still trying to speed up my processor. But right now, I'll just go like read one, read two, run. Right. Uh, and so I think you, gotta, you have a much better chance with that. Mm-hmm. To your point, though, about fit and everything, I love – I can't stop thinking about Anthony Richardson potentially going to the Lions. I think it's just perfectly set up. You have Goff. You can just – it's no rush to get him on the field when you have Jared Goff. They've really improved their talent over the years. Um, and Dan Campbell loves those kneecap biters, and Anthony Richardson kind of reminds me of a kneecap biter because <laughs> he could be a power-run quarterback if you want him to be. Yeah. I mean, what about – Ah, there's no chance they do it. The Panthers. What? I mean, I think oh. they would have made sense for them at number nine to like try right. and go back to the Cam Newton well. But at yeah? number one, they have to be going for a more finished product. Yeah, it's got to be Bryce. 
Um, you ready you, for questions, Yaya? Yep. Did you ask them to stop? Yeah. They were facing the window. Oh, Jesus. They can't wait 20 minutes? They're in the outside. Like, I tried to tell her. They're, like, on the outside. Oh, uh, all right. I can't do anything about it. Like, I tried, but, like... All right, thank you. Appreciate you trying. First question from Chris. Which players are coming that Dion Jr. was talking about? Uh, you talking about the 247 Sports video? Podcast or whatever? Yeah, I he was on their live show. He's only on there for like eight minutes. They oh, cut okay. the, the sole video, though, on YouTube if you want to watch it. Did he mention it. that there's more guys coming? <laughs> I guess so. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I listened to it. I guess I wasn't listening that closely. But, I mean, Coach Prime said more players are coming, too. So I mean, more players are certainly coming at yes. some point. I don't yes. know who he's talking about. Next question. Keep it real. Denver Sports Talk says, who do you think will redshirt? Um, a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of these receivers redshirt. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be several redshirts. Like um, north of 10. Yeah. You got two freshman quarterback, too. Probably yep. one earns a backup job. The other gets the redshirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. And then probably transfers. For sure. <laughs> crazy pd swag what's up pd swag uh hopefully you saw our video on twitter by the way oh he did he he wrote that earlier i thought that was his brother that wrote us no no he wrote it in the comments like i saw the video oh did he oh I think okay. he actually that might have been yesterday oh, okay cool it. uh so which quarterback will panthers go after i said bryce you think it's bryce too or are you off stroud i think it's gonna be stroud wow crazy. could be crazy but i think so Sports Geek says, will DMVR buffs do a live show at spring practice or spring games? We're still waiting to find out from the university what spring practice looks like. Mm -hmm. um, regardless, we will be doing many live shows, but yeah. I would love to be able to tell you we'll be reacting to every practice right. uh, on the show. Uh, we just don't know yet. Uh, and then we'll absolutely be doing a spring game post-game show. Um, we're still working with some different options that we have of where we're going to be doing our post game shows, kind of hoping to use the spring game as an experiment for where we could end up doing them. Mm -hmm. um, but either way, yes, full spring reaction. Then I saw Angela, it's not in on this list, but she said, where are you going to be sitting for uh, the spring game? Cause she said, us fans need to know, need to like watch <laughs> the new fans need to watch you to know what to do and what not. <laughs> to do. I mean, uh, good luck finding you out there. Well, and I just, I don't know. Um, I was offered tickets that I just said yes to, so I didn't have to deal with the yeah. online thing. Uh, but I, I don't know where they are. I usually sit on like the 45-yard line, row 20. I don't know if it's going to be GA or what. Mm -hmm. do, do, for people who bought their tickets, were they was there a, a ticket, like a number listed on them, or was it just a GA, every ticket's 20 bucks, and you just get a ticket to go in, and you can go anywhere? If that's the case, then I will be on the 50-yard line, 45, 50-yard line, like, row 20. Mm -hmm. I'll be in the press box. Yes, you will. <laughs> um, Gives us two, ni two nice uh, perspectives. Exactly. Uh, on what's going on. Yep. Um, and also, I mean, we're not ready to announce anything yet, but we have uh, a special show that we're going to be announcing around the start of spring practices. And so we have two guests on the books. Yes. One for next Thursday, which we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. And then another one, what's that, the, two, the following Tuesday? I think it's uh, 22nd of March. I think we still need to iron out details, but it's like that first week of spring practices. Okay. So there you go. Uh, Jeff asking, all depends on the O-line and how will they protect. It's all a question. 
What is? Um, uh, I mean, I think they're going to do great. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, Pick Nessa. clearer questions. Yeah, yeah. Nessa asks. <laughs> no more graphics. <laughs> Too bad. What do you? <laughs> what do you think Coach Prime is going to do with Tyron Taylor? No one ever talks about him. Was he any good last year? So we're getting a lot of questions about Tyron Taylor. He's blowing up I, I think we yeah we need to check out his YouTube channel and see yeah. what's going on. Um, I'm pretty sure Tyron Taylor was moved positions at some point last year, right? He was a cornerback moved to safety or safety moved to cornerback, I believe. Okay. Um, I knew him as a safety. Yeah. So I think... He moved a corner? I think he may have moved from corner to safety then. Okay. All right. Uh, something like... I can't remember exactly. There was so much movement around the secondary yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought he, sh he was promising. He was really good on special teams. Yes, he was. Um, and I think a little undersized. Needs to bulk up a little bit, but um, I, 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 I thought he, I liked the way he moved. Mm -hmm. um, What's he listed at? He's listed at 6'2", 185. Yeah, I was going to say the size is... The height stands out when he's on the field. Mm -hmm. Um... Okay. Uh, where is Jimmy Horn Jr.? This was during the... Oh, on the list? Yes. He's at 100. Again, Yaya just... <laughs> question <laughs> screen is... I added a lot because I saw it right. I just need to add a little question mark. I'm trying here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking drowning. <laughs> There's noise in the back. I'm trying to figure that shit out. Have uh, you all seen the whistle? You. Have you seen the whistle? No. It's Coach Hart uh, and Coach Pollock on the pregame show. They're kind of just chopping it up. But uh, okay, I watched the first episode. I saw the second one came out. So it's like a series within the within channel? Well, uh, the pregame show. Yeah. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I haven't seen the second one, Sean, but I have seen the first one. Yes, it was great. This is some serious um, detective work by Big Teasy here. Do you guys think two is injured? He never does up downs anymore. Shador? Guess so. Or maybe it's just, does the quarterback really need to be doing up-downs? <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem very Coach Prime-like to excuse the quarterback from up-downs. I will say, though, like it is that does put a lot of stress on your, I mean, yeah. your, your shoulders and your wrists. So maybe it is a arm protection. I, I didn't guess, notice that. but I guess the question would be, are the other quarterbacks doing them? Yeah. Those guys are working, though, man. Sports Geek asks, will DMVR buffs allow call-ins for questions segments? Can we set that up? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe. It's probably... Maybe we take, like, voice-recorded questions? We've done that before. It's tough. It's tough. It's yeah. a lot of work. I, w I, I agree with the Aya, though, that it might be tough to screen who's coming on. Yeah. Boulders, screens, bars... <laughs> There's something there that doesn't fit right with the white That's not what I was thinking, but regardless. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it. Chad asks, if Travis goes receiver full-time, who's going to be the other corner uh, back on the other side? 
I mean, they brought in Tavion Beasley. They got Kendrick Breedlove in from Ole Miss. Um, you got guys like Nico Reed that are there. Yeah. Carter Stoutmeyer. I, I would say Nico Reed. Yeah. Uh, and then Breedlove. Mm-hmm. But I, I always envision Breedlove playing more inside. I mean, they've got a ton of safeties and secondary players, too. Yeah, they can make it work. Yeah. I have a feeling, though, that, that that's going to be the main reason why it doesn't fully happen this year. Yeah. And it's, it's 2024 mm-hmm. that Travis makes the full-time switch. Or not full-time, but maybe Could more. get a transfer this summer, too. Could, yes. One of those Georgia kids or someone doesn't want to play. All right. There it is. Wow, only 127. Just killing dreams. Yep. It's the offseason, though. All right, we'll be back next week, guys. It was a good week of shows, I feel like, though. Uh, we got some basketball in, Pac-12 yep. stuff. That was fun. I'm excited for Arizona, Arizona State tonight. Yep. Um, definitely pulling for Arizona State. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, we'll see where the buffs end up, uh, if they get an NAT invite or not. But we'll be back Monday, guys. Talk to you then. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.